Alright. What's good, y'all? It's me again, your host, your master of ceremonies, Tommy, aka Thomas, aka the giraffe guy. So, I know last time I talked a little bit about how I became the giraffe guy, so I figured I'd go ahead and talk a little bit about that, but before we do, I wanted to make sure I said who's in the room. So, this time I want to introduce my guest, Kenzie, for this week, for starters. Kenzie, we want to make sure that you have a chance to introduce yourself, let the listener get to know a little bit about you. So if you want to say who you are, how we know each other, where you're from, mm-hmm, what you do, whether that's school, work, hobbies, and something the listeners should know about you. I am Kenzie. Sometimes people call me Jins. That's for my people at home. <laughs> um, and then I, yeah, so my home is about like a town of 2,000 people, so it's kind of small, um, around the Wichita area. But I decided to come here to K-State, and that's how I know Tommy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what about some hobbies or hobbies. things the listeners should know about you? I walk a lot, and <laughs> when I walk, I look at the trees because they're green, and um, you can see their leaves, and that's amazing because I don't have great vision. <laughs> so with my glasses, it's like, wow, a whole new world. <laughs> um, what do you do when it's wintertime? I'd cry a little. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. I have a picture of a tree on my phone that I really like, so if I need a little fix, I look at that. Um, or I'll go to the wreck and I'll walk. I still walk. Um, but then I'll just call someone because I like to talk when I walk, or I'll listen to a podcast <laughs> and listen to someone else talk. Oh, could be listening to yourself talk in this podcast. Yes. Fair enough. Um, well, for the listener, like I said, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I came to love giraffes. So, a while back, like, when I was six years old, um, I went to the zoo, and in the zoo, this is at Cheyenne Mountain, so in Colorado Springs, they have a whole bunch of different attractions. There's, like, let's see, there's zebras, there's lions, there's hippos, all of your kind of traditional African animals that are there. They also have some, like, weird ones, like wallabies. I learned what a flying kangaroo was. Didn't even what? know that was a real thing. But when you're six and you're trying to hike up a mountain, right, because it's like the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. It's literally in Cheyenne Mountain. Um, it's hard to do that when you're six <laughs> years old. Like, I wasn't old enough to have, like, the stamina or the endurance. And so um, I normally only made it to, like, the third attraction. But the first attraction is the giraffes, and oh so <laughs> I never had to like walk that far to be able to see the giraffes, oh and so that was exciting, but I also got to feed the giraffes whenever I went there, and so it was like three dollars for, I think like two crackers or something like that, and I remember my parents letting me do that, and I would feed the giraffes, and then I would watch the tongue like dart out really quick and <laughs> take the cracker, and sometimes my entire hand. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> did it get you? Yeah, I, I mean, as a six-year-old, like, my hand and a cracker, I guess, are not very <laughs> distinguishable, so, um, but I liked those, and then every year, I now go to what's called, like, the electric safari, so, like, during the winter time, they have a, um, I guess kind of like a festive of lights kind of thing, oh. and they light everything up, and there's all sorts of, like, animal decorations that are covered in, like, Christmas lights and other things like that, but I always make sure to stop by the giraffes. It's always really cold, so the giraffes are inside, because um, it's like in the middle of December, but there they feed them lettuce, and so you can still feed the giraffes, and 
I don't know. It's become like a tradition. But that's when I first started to like giraffes because I didn't have to go very far. Oh, and I always got to feed them. So amazing. Agreed. Um, let's see. What are some highlights from last time? I think I talked about all of them. I think there might be like one or two other highlights, maybe. If not, uh, I feel like we can just move right into the this felt right or this feels right. So um, essentially, that's the segment where um, you look at back at something and you did some you did that either seemed like a good idea at the time or felt right to do. Maybe it was a good idea. <laughs> maybe it wasn't. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but would you like to go first, or would you want me to go first? I can go. <laughs> okay, go for it. Um, so last night, so everybody's moving out right now of the do- or the residentals, and one of my friends, Jackie, asked me to go to Coldstone with her, but then something happened, and um, we ended up going with another friend to Taco Bell, and we're gonna go to Coldstone after. I wasn't gonna get anything, but then, because I normally just don't like Taco Bell, but then I decided to get a beefy five-layer burrito. Oh. <laughs> that just felt right, and there have been no consequences since, so hmm. I think it was a good decision. Did you still get cold stone afterwards? No, her parents came and took her away. I was just curious. I feel like a beefy five-layer burrito and Plus a bowl cream. of ice cream. That probably wouldn't have felt right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds a little concerning. Yeah, but. it probably was good for like not getting type 2 diabetes also. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> um, so I, t- I said this last time in the podcast, but I've been, had like some really severe sinus and allergies kind of stuff going on. And I looked it up just to see like how much is it to actually get rid of your sinuses. Um, to be clear, I don't think I want to. I think that would be a bad idea. I think it would lead for a lot more infection. But like even now, still kind of wheezing. It Did sounds like I'm just how thinking. Much? Yeah, I want to Like how much it costs? I didn't know. They <laughs> oh said uh, I forgot exactly what the procedure is called. Um, but they were basically like, yeah, this is how it works. It sounds painful, like some sort of like mummy sarcophagus kind of thing, where they like take a needle and they go up into your nose and they pull out any of the inflammation. Which I was like, hmm, maybe not for me. Like, I'm okay with pain, but that sounds downright miserable. <laughs> also, fun fact, I'm allergic to pain medication, so, like, uh, that seems that seems like a terrible idea. Uh, Anywho, uh, I was thinking about it, and I was like, do I really need sinuses? Like, maybe. Here's the thing. Like, I hate runny noses. I would much rather have, like... I'd much rather have, like, just a normal nose to begin with, but I, I also, like, you just can't do much with it. Like, you know how sometimes you're sitting in the class and you're taking an exam and your nose is runny? Yeah, and you're that kid that's just like... It's like, contagious, too. Everybody yeah. else starts doing it. Exactly, or, like, you try to do that thing where you kind of, like, sink down into your seat a little bit so that way you don't have to blow your nose as much. You're never sitting on the aisle. Like, that never happens, so you can't get up and leave. And everybody's like, oh, man, who is this kid? Like, I'm sorry. Like, not my fault. It's my allergy. Sometimes, um, you know, when I'm taking a test, you're, like, hunched over your paper. Um, I'll just, like, put my hand on my nose and hope that works. Clever. Have you ever used, work. like, a tissue to try to stop the runniness from happening? Like blow my nose? Or yeah. like 
Well, like, okay, so there was one time where, like, it, my nose was just not having it. Like, it was it was basically like Mount St. Helens. It was just yeah. erupting all the time. Um, and this gets to the, this felt right. Um, and I was sitting in my friend's um, bed, like, wet, or residence hall. And I was saying, I was having kind of a similar conversation where I was like, you know what? Do I really need my sinuses? Like, how much do they actually help? And then I used a piece of tissue paper because I was tired of blowing my nose at that point. I looked like the puff tissue commercial where like my nose was just really red and so she was like why not try something else like using the tissue and like letting that soak it all up fun fact it works kind of well but what works better can you guess any ideas a tampon <laughs> yeah that's the one and so you did that yeah it works so magically i was like wow this is amazing i haven't had to blow my nose all week I mean, I didn't leave the tampon in for like a week in my nose. That'd be so weird. I did not go out in public, but it was really effective. And every once in a while, I'm like, you know, I'm tired of blowing my nose. Like, should I just go buy a box myself? Like, maybe. Um, But anyway, that's my, it felt right. And I think it still feels right, especially like this week where I'm like, oof, still wheezing, still trying to catch my breath, still tired of blowing my nose. I went through three towels. I'm blowing my nose because I ran out of tissue paper <laughs> to blow it. Oh. Um, but uh, I know I said like I'd rather have a good nose, but if I had, or if you had to choose, would you rather have a runny nose or a sore throat? Oh, how sore? Um, I guess to the same degree that your nose is runny. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. I guess I'd say sore throat because it doesn't bother anyone else. That's what I don't like the most about um, a runny nose. It's like when you're in class or something or, I don't know, sometimes when I'm at work and I blow my nose, I feel like everybody looks at me like I have a bunch of germs. But a sore throat is less noticeable. I agree. I would much rather have a sore throat too. I think for similar reasons, but also... It gives me the excuse not to talk in class because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't talk. Not this story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like tea a lot. I will always take tea over Ooh, coffee. And so it's like, with honey? oh, yes, yes, with honey. That's the key. Um, so I can do that. I also think, like, you can still function for the most part. Like, yeah, your throat is sore, but, like, I feel like a runny nose, you, you're kind of limited to, like, how close is the nearest tissue paper? <laughs> like, at least with the sore throat, you're like, well, I guess I'll drink more water, which I'm not very good at. But since I've had this, I've probably gone through four or five glasses of water. I guess it's not a glass. What is this? My water bottle is 27 ounces. Well, That's quick like math. three glasses. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I go through like 20, not 20, I go through like four or five of these a, a day. day. And so that's like what? A little less than 120 ounces, give or take. Impressive. I know. Apparently, I just need to get sick and I'll actually <laughs> drink my body weight. <laughs> Helpful. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that is the This Feels Right section. Now it's time for I Got a Story for You. So I always let the guests choose, but Kenzie, if you have a story or kind of like a theme that you would want to talk about that gives a listener a chance to learn more about you, um, this can be something that's inspirational, it can be embarrassing, it can be recent. Really, it can be whatever you want it to be. Um, but I figured since you started, you can pick the topic, and then I will do the story first, and then we can switch. I like embarrassing. 
<laughs> embarrassing fucking. Gosh, I gotta think about it. when's the last time I've been embarrassed. Do you get embarrassed easily? Uh, I think that the nature of my job doesn't really. Oh. <laughs> I think the embarrassing feels different. I can think of two distinct times though. I remember I was on duty. I don't even know if I was on duty. So for the listener, duty is basically when you are on call for the residence halls um, and you basically help resolve any sort of situation or crisis that might occur. It can be something from, gosh, what are some of the things we've dealt with? Like a unchecked guest that doesn't live in the residence hall that's running around yep. to like a resident drinking too much alcohol. Someone pooped on the ceiling once in Putnam and I was like, what the heck? Uh, I'm not even sure how to respond to this crisis, like, other than just tape it off and say, don't <laughs> enter. Um, but I think the, there's two that stand out to me. There was one where I had to do a conduct meeting for some students that didn't necessarily break policy, but they were disturbing the peace, if you will. Um, and what I mean by that is, it wasn't came to me earlier that day and like, hey, is there such a thing as like, I don't know, quiet hours during the middle of the day. And quiet hours are kind of like a time where you have to be, I don't know, not obnoxious <laughs> between like mindful. 9 p.m. and yeah, yeah, you have to be mindful. Like you live in a hall filled with like 300 other people. You gotta respect people's space. Um, and I was like, yeah, they're called courtesy hours. Those are in effect all the time. Um, and then quiet hours are a little bit more intensified thing. Anywho, she asked like, what, is there quiet hours during the middle of the day? And I said, yeah, this is what it is. And she was like, cool how do I confront my roommate? Or not my roommate, but the person yeah. next door. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And she was like, well, sometimes it's a little hard to focus. They are always really loud. And I was like, well, what are they doing? They're playing, <laughs> right? Like me and my little naive self is like, <laughs> probably playing some video games or I don't know, yeah. tickle monster fights or something like that. But <laughs> no. nope, they were having sex loudly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, um, okay. Like how often does this happen? Like she was like, well, Sometimes like three to four times a day. I was like, okay, hold on. Oh <laughs> so I was like, uh, I was embarrassed because I was like, mm, I don't even know how I want to talk about that situation. Like, secondly, do you go to class if it's <laughs> happening three to four times a day? Like, I, I'm kind of concerned with how you spend your time. There's no way you can be a successful student, I think. But I was like, okay, are they happening like at, at a consistent time? You know, like at 10, 12, 2, like rotation? I don't know. Um, she's like, well. I think it's just whenever the moment's right, and I was like, okay, oh, yeah, let's commercial. Like, I don't need you to, to tell me that part, but... Whenever the moment's right, say that? Oh yeah, gosh. and so I was like, well, uh, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Uh, I'll try to have a conversation, right? And let's be clear, there's no natural way to have that conversation. So um, she, she walked into my office. This is the resident that lives next door to the person who came and told me and I was like hey seems like a good way to start so I was like how are things going she's like good what's this about and I was like dang it she just went straight to the point <laughs> and so I was like uh, and I could feel on my face that I was like kind of embarrassed like I could feel myself getting hot and I was like do I just say it's about your sex life or do I say something else <laughs> I, naturally, me, I panicked in the moment. So, it's about sex. <laughs> and, you just did it. And then, like that. Well, I afterwards, so I do this thing I think where I panic and then I'm like, ooh, let's actually backtrack a little bit. So I was like, uh, what I mean is, uh, um, I've we've received some 
uh, concerns about <laughs> you having uh, sex multiple times a day, uh, and it's, it's disturbing other people around you. <laughs> and she was like, well, it feels good. And I was like, <laughs> it felt right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, okay. Um, I don't know how to say this, but is there like a set time that you can do it or like another place to go? Or here's the thing, like the residence hall is supposed to be a place where people feel they can live in peace and like it's home, it's a community, uh, not a sex wing. <laughs> and so there's like, here are some possible outcomes or options. Which one sounds like a good one for you? And she's like, well, I can always go to my boyfriend's place. And I was like, ah, perfect. A little bit announced to me, he lives on the second floor. So I was oh. like, oh man. <laughs> like, so the sound literally just traveled from the first floor <laughs> to the second floor. And I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. And I got to have another conversation, but like, it's going to be just as bad as the first one. Um, but anywho, at the end of the day, they finally ended up breaking up. So that kind of worked out, I guess, in terms of like keeping the peace. But I'd say that was an embarrassing one for me because I didn't know how to have that conversation. I think I definitely butchered it when I first started the conversation. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. What about you? <laughs> it's hard to go after that. <laughs> no worries, you need um, a moment. I don't know. I just like, I chose embarrassment because I think I get embarrassed but I don't really care about it. <laughs> but I just think of um like back to my high school days, I was at state track <laughs> and at this point I was not a competitor <laughs> but I was watching one of my friends and I was standing on a hill and it had just rained so it was all muddy and so I ended up like sliding down the hill <laughs> and all my track mates or track team was there. And they just all kind of like looked at me and laughed. <laughs> and then I was like, haha, don't mind me trying to get up. And um, I couldn't <laughs> because it was muddy and my hands were muddy and so were my feet. And so then my coach were like, or he said, he told two guys to help me up. And then like my hands are still muddy, so there's not much they can do there. <laughs> Um, I got about halfway up and I fell down again, and then, um, I just left <laughs> at that point. I imagine that would be, like, a good, like, I think of the Three Stooges. I've actually <laughs> never watched yeah. them, but yeah. were you in uniform when this happened? Uh, well, I was wearing our sweatshirt, like, our team sweatshirt, um, but no, I was just, like, wearing the regular shorts and everything. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds memorable. Did other teams see you when this happened? Yeah, well, the, the, we were watching Shot Put, and it was, like, going on. Like, like someone was like, okay, here I go. And then, like, I was just out there. <laughs> I think I would have been distracted. Like, I think yeah, just, like, warming up, I would have been like, hold up, y'all. Pause. Like, do you see this happening? Do you see this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, like, I was at the very end, so I was probably, like, what, 60 feet away? We were at, um... A college field, so I imagine it was pretty large, but still not very far away. And it was like in the line of sight where when you're throwing it, like I was just right there, <laughs> falling, trying to get up. It was not good. Sounds like you needed a light alert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
right. Well, this next one um, is, hmm, I have thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've said this last time, but I have a lot of opinions that I don't always share. Um, but people are always like, oh, what are your thoughts? So um, here's more of a chance for an insider scoop into my mind. Um, Recently, Black Panther came out yesterday. Have you seen it? Yes. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, do you plan to buy it? Um, I just saw a commercial on Hulu, and I was like, maybe I should. So, marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that uh, it actually broke over a billion dollars in counting so far um, for the box office. So, there's only 33 movies in U.S. history that have done that so far. Wow. And the Avengers, like, Marvel Comic Universe has, like, a good six or seven of them that I think are in there. So it's a lot. Um, but so you said you've seen it. Mm -hmm. Did you like it? Did you dislike it? Did it feel fine? <laughs> how how would you describe or how did you feel watching a movie? I loved it and I watched it about, well, when did it come out? Month. Because uh, I only watched it like February last week. February 16th, I think. Yeah, so I had heard a lot of people talking about it and just different aspects of it that they enjoyed more than just like this guy did this and it was awesome <laughs> um, and so I was anticipating something more out of it and oh, man I loved it <laughs> because I just felt like even just seeing one thing I really noticed like was really obvious was just like the female representation and yeah. that because there is it was just like yeah, the Black Panther is male, but, like, everybody else who was, like, doing amazing things, they were all women. And I was like, yes, go! Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, kind of on to, I guess, more specific thoughts. One of my friends, or Revan, told me uh, that Black Panther was a disappointment, but here's why. Um, they said that there's no actual superhero action that's going on in it. In fact, it's not even really a superhero movie at all. It's more like a family affairs drama kind of thing. Um, and so I wanted to see, one, do you agree? Do you disagree? But two, like, what do you think about those thoughts that they said? Um, I can see how it's not a traditional superhero movie. A little bit. Because a lot of it didn't, I think, didn't focus specifically on, like, the Black Panther, you know? Um, yeah. But to say it's, like, a family affairs makes me think it's, like, private matters that only like families deal with you know like when you have family drama you don't typically go and spread it to the whole all of Wakanda <laughs> yes <laughs> um and I don't think it's that because like just what's the Killmonger's actual name oh, I, I can't remember know. yeah Eric I know it's his American <laughs> name <laughs> seems right Eric <laughs> but like the issues that he brings up, like, that he's concerned about, like, his whole community, as in, like, the black community, like, their well-being, that's not a private matter. I don't know. Yeah. My thoughts. I would agree. I think, even from, like, a, I think something that Marvel Comics does often is they typically take whoever the superhero is and then, like, just change the, the costume that they have on and make <laughs> yes. it look like, like <laughs> Even in Iron Man, it was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I would say, mm, maybe not so much with Deadpool, but like there's a couple of movies I can think of where like that's very much what it is. Yeah. Um, and so I think even from that standpoint, like it's still a superhero movie because they have superior strength and speed and 
all of these other things. I think that, I think it gets to like a larger issue that you kind of brought up, but like you're trying to decide like what's best for the fate of an entire country or the fate of an entire community. And I don't know, it's something that I understand the rationale. I'd be curious to see, spoiler alert for those who have not watched the movie, feel free to come back in in like a couple minutes, <laughs> um, but right after the break. Um, but I'd be curious to see like if they decide not to kill off Eric Killmonger, I wonder if they would have gotten along well. Because I think he makes a lot of really good points in terms of like, there's all these resources and things that exist that we can use to help people that are disenfranchised, but we're not doing it at all, or at least Wakanda's not doing it. And I think in some ways, like, there's a lot of metaphors and similes, but it's very much like this, I guess, like this antagonist kind of role where, like, in some ways, he's almost the superhero, and he's like, I'm going to help liberate these people or save. And maybe it's true that it's not like a superhero movie in the traditional sense, but it's more in a communal sense, which I think is also very prominent in black culture to begin with is what are we doing for the community to help uplift um not necessarily like as an individual so those are my thoughts uh we'll take a quick break and be right back all right we are back uh and so starting back up with the show this week uh ridiculous um i know i've talked about like working on the college campus so i get to see all sorts of things even in the beginning of this podcast you had a chance to hear about people pooping up in the bathroom um and not in the toilet kind of weird and also ridiculous um but this week so every week we have a professional staff meeting where everyone in housing gets together and we talk about things that we can help move the mission forward um but during that staff meeting there's what's called a lead on moment and it's a chance to kind of talk about like um something that's important in your life or something that like is meaningful. Sometimes it can be something that's like, this is going to help all of the people in the room. Sometimes it's just like, this is how to get to know me better. Um, and one of the staff members this week showed up in a bee costume with a plastic, uh, like, helm, not helmet, a crown, and it had a, it was like an inflatable crown, basically. Um, and they showed up in the, and they're like, well, it's my last senior staff meeting, so I just wanted to go out with a bang, because, I don't know, sounds like a good idea. And I was like, <laughs> ridiculous uh, but it got me thinking about like all the times um the grads that i work with have like come and done something that is either ridiculous or has been hilarious in the moment and i'm gonna share a couple of those because i don't think a lot of people know about some of the grads in my cohort but for starters i remember one of the first times we went to aggieville it was at the beginning aggieville is kind of like a bar district that is in Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, it's like right next to the college. And we went to, uh, where did we go? Oh, we went to Rusty's back before it changed its name and <laughs> is now not that fun anymore. Although I do like the cornhole toss. That's a pretty good time. <laughs> but I remember we went for one of their birthdays and I don't know what was happening, but they could not keep their shoes on. I don't mean like just taking their shoes off. I mean like they would take their flip flop and throw it across the room. What? And I was like, y'all, we're supposed to be in charge. We're supposed to be in charge of a bunch of people, and we can't even keep our shoes together. Like ridiculous. Um, and so, for the listener, whenever I have a lot of thoughts, um, I kind of do this thing where imagine that you're praying and you're putting your two hands together, but then you leave a little bit of space so just the fingertips are touching, and then you 
kind of clap your fingertips together really quick. Right? <laughs> and that's kind of a sign for me that I'm like, all right, I have a lot of thoughts about this. But I remember she she threw her flip-flop across the room, and one of the other grads was like, don't worry, I'll get it. And I was like, cool. And in doing so, between going to retrieve that flip-flop, that guy took off the other flip-flop and threw that one across. And I was like, you know what? You lost your flip-flop permission. You don't get to have those back anymore. So I put them in my back pocket and said, it's like nope. a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I thought that was pretty ridiculous. Um, another one that I remember is we have it's called Corn Dog Night. Um, and basically, there's a whole bunch of things that happen, and whoever is at the end, whoever like makes it through the night, gets a corn dog. Not very exciting. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little hazy, I think, also. <laughs> Since now, it's kind of changed and things like that. But I remember one of them winning a corn dog, and they're like, woohoo! And they yelled out their college's name, and everybody in this in Manhattan, right, because we're at Kansas State University, yeah. is like, I don't even know where that college is. Like, <laughs> is it an actual place? Like, I don't know. Sounds like Never Never Land. <laughs> um, but I remember that. I remember we had a, a friend's miss, and I remember watching, I can't remember, someone, I think Taylor Swift's new album had just come out, and um, she was singing about something, but I remember that everybody sitting around were playing Werewolf, which is kind of like a card game where there's someone who goes to sleep. I guess they all go to sleep, and then the werewolves wake up and, and then they, they attack on. somebody. Yeah. I know it as Mafia. Yeah, so it's <laughs> like that, but this is like an actual card game uh, where you can buy it, and it has like a script and everything like that that you read, um, so you don't have to make up the numbers or anything. Um, I always liked the, what's it called? The Thief? I think that was one of the characters. Um, and the junk, because I thought the junk was funny, because the junk just randomly switches two people's cards around, so you no longer know, like, who you actually are in the game. What? But, yeah, it's pretty fun. I recommend it. Oh. Um, but I remember we were playing that game, and, like, there's kind of a part of the group of grads is really close together, and they have ultimate trust with one another. If you've ever played the game Mafia or Werewolf, uh, that can really shatter some friendships. <laughs> and so they were convinced. They were like, there's no way it's her. I'm confident she's not the werewolf. Why would she lie to me? Well, turns out she lied to them <laughs> twice. <laughs> and they died both times. Um, but that's job. another time that I thought about something that was hilarious. And I'm trying to think if there's any other one. I have to think about them. But that's what I was thinking about when one of the crabs showed up <laughs> in their costume. bee costume with... <laughs> A inflatable crown. Amazing. Yeah. So, well, um, now it's time for Real Talk. You're getting educated. Uh, it looks like you have some things to share with the crowd tonight. Um, I do. So, I'll just let you kind of jump in and let me know what it is I will be learning about this week. Okay, so another thing about me is I really, really love chocolate. And as I've grown up, I'm like, wow, dark chocolate, that's a thing. Um, it's pretty good. I hear it's healthy, so I'm going to choose that. Uh, but I think, I can't remember how I actually found the article, but <laughs> it popped up and it was like, here's an article you want to read if you like to justify your chocolate eating habits. <laughs> okay. So I'm not entirely sure of the accuracy. It's from Food Matters. But um, 
they basically made me feel like I was doing amazing things for my health <laughs> because they said um, dark chocolate or like the cocoa um, can has like really good health effects. Um, and so part of that was even like your risk of heart diseases or stroke or you just get to live longer. Um, they're, they have a really long list that I'm not going go, to go into, but they said you have to eat quality chocolate. So I'm like, okay, I get to treat myself. <laughs> um, and the way you do that is you have to get chocolate with um, a higher cocoa content. So um, I think it was like 75% or more, or 72, I don't know which one they use. It's something in the 70s. Um, but then you also have to watch the sugar because they're gonna add more sugar to make it less bitter. Um, and so you want to make sure it's which sugar? It's like a honey or stevia or um, some other form. And then you also want to make sure that the fat they're using isn't bad. So like soy or vegetable oils, you'd much rather have cocoa butter. Um, which yeah, those chocolate bars tend to be more expensive. Once you find all of those things. But they're definitely worth it. They taste super amazing, and they're not as bad for you <laughs> as others. Um, so that's what I think everybody should get to enjoy something they love. And if you love something but you think it's bad for you, research it. You may be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried to make chocolate? Oh my gosh, no. Could Have be you? something to try. No. Oh. But if it's going to help me feel healthier. I can look into it. Amazing. Well, mine is also about food. Yes. Um, <laughs> last week I talked about Kansas dirt, um, and I realized I never explained what it really is. Um, but fun fact: Kansas dirt originated in Kansas City. Apparently, okay. um, it's because the area around KC has a lot of dirt. I don't know if that's actually true or not. Um, I've been there enough times, I think, to know like maybe parts of it all. But I feel like Western Kansas is a lot more accurate for that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, how it's made is essentially it's a combination of like crushed up Oreos, a cream cheese mixture, or like a creamy base. Which are the obvious things. Yeah. And a whole bunch of things I'm like, oh, who knew? So, luckily for you, I'm going to describe all the ingredients you need. <laughs> Just going to read it straight from the paper. Um, one package of Oreos. I do not know if they're double stuffed or not. Um, one eight ounce Philadelphia cream cheese. Soften, not hard. Oh. I don't know if that makes a difference. Half a cup of margarine or butter. One cup powdered sugar. One large container Cool Whip. Specifically, the 16-ounce one. Um, <laughs> two boxes of instant white chocolate or vanilla pudding. Oh. Fun fact, you can substitute what Kinsey was talking about and maybe use that chocolate instead. Yes. Three cups of milk and one teaspoon of vanilla. Um, and then really all it is is just crushing up the Oreos, putting it in a pan. Then you mix all the cheese, the cream cheese and the butter and add in the powdered sugar and whipped topping. Set that aside also. Uh, you mix the, the pudding, the milk, and the vanilla and you put that mixture with the cream cheese mixture. You pour it over the crumb mixture that you have from the Oreos. Sprinkle on some extra Oreos just in case. And then you let it sit for a few hours and you keep it refrigerated until it's ready to serve. And that's how you make Kansas turf. So, um, looks like I don't need Derby Dining Center anymore. <laughs> I will be making my own recipe and seeing, maybe I'll call it something else. No, like, like what? 
I don't know. Um, maybe I'll call it Arizona Mountains or something. I was afraid you would change it to another state. I mean, if Kansas had mountains, it could stay the same. We got hills. Flint hills? <laughs> Did you know that there was a study that actually showed that if you take the average overall um, incline and declines of Kansas, it's flatter than a pancake? How Fun is something fact. flatter than a pancake? I don't know. I also think it depends on how that pancake is made. Like, is it one that's really large and has a little bit of an incline? Or... I don't know how you average it out. Oh, yeah. Where but. did you see this? Uh, the Google. Oh, no. <laughs> That's yeah. where I got my chocolate article from. <laughs> these are all legitimate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, this next part of the show is Mother, Mother Teresa. And, again, that's my mom. She has lots of thoughts as well. <laughs> Probably where I get it from. But she... She's a pretty neat lady that always has facts and opinions and advice for me, whether I really want it or not. <laughs> um, and yesterday, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings for lunch, because it seemed like a good time. And she asked me if I could be the keynote speaker for her literacy festi- festival. Um, and so my mom has like a nonprofit where she does children's literacy and helps them engage in reading and kind of have a chance to elevate those reading and writing skills. I think that was, was something that was kind of interesting. It was, she was like, how come you can't go? Because she, she was like, you can be the keynote speaker for next May 4th. And I was like, well, <laughs> it's barely May 10th today. Um, and so I was like, I, I don't know if I'll be able to be there. And she was like, well, you can always put everything else aside. And I was like, can I though? <laughs> like, is that really a thing? And I think in thinking back about this week, I never really took a break at all. Like, I pretty much just went straight through the whole week. I guess I've been doing that for, like, the last four or five weeks. And my allergies, I think, finally had enough. They were like, fine, you won't take a break, we'll make you take a break. (laughs) I was going to say, now you're (laughs) sick. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm trying to figure out if I should remove my sinuses or not. Um, But I think that that's a good piece of advice for my mom to give me this week because I definitely had not thought about the fact that I need to take a break and my body hit it pretty hard this week. So that is my mom's advice. So don't know what she'll have to say next week. She's in town for the next three days. So I'm sure she'll have plenty of material to give me until then. But that is what Mother Teresa has to say. So before we kind of end, um, I don't know if you have a song of the week of what you're feeling or what's going on in life, but the rough translation is kind of an opportunity to talk about what you're feeling. Sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's sarcastic. Um, but it's a goal to get listeners to expand their music collection, for me to expand mine, um, and also just hear something that's meaningful to you. So I will give you a chance to talk about the song that you have. Okay, so I always tell Tommy he should watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> but they always say, you're basic. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> that would probably describe my song choice for this week. Um, but it's Sean Mendes <laughs> and it's his song in my blood. <laughs> but it's an it's an anthem and especially in um you know, finals week, end of the semester, he's just like I feel like I should give up but it's not in my blood and so I was like, Mm, same Sean. Yeah, like he, 
Thank you for sharing that song. Um, just a reminder, if you have any other songs you want to share, feel free to let me know. Um, speaking of sharing, feel free to also share this podcast. So it can be with your friends, family. Again, if you still want to share it with a stranger, I don't mind. Um, but I did figure out how to actually post it. So you can follow it on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, um, And it is just the number one with a colon and another one. So, one-on-one. Or, you can find it on my Facebook page. If we're not Facebook friends, uh, well, you'll figure it out, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, But, one thing I wanted to also leave the show with is, we talked at the beginning about, would you rather have a sore throat or a runny nose? And I'm kind of curious to see if more people agree with Kinsey and I, Mm -hmm. or if they do not. So, feel free in the comments section to decide if you'd rather have a runny nose or a sore throat and why. And then, by the time we do the next podcast... We should have conclusions on the poll. Again, special shout out to Kenzie. Tune in next week, and as always, make good choices. <laughs>